where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Day. Welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie, and this is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Beauty, eh? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay, okay everyone. This record was my idea. Get out! It was. You're lying. He hose hit here just sort of rid on my coattail. Why are you doing this? It was our idea together, eh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We agreed to, to say that, but... Oh, take off! Yeah, it's good. Okay, so good day. Our topic today is music. So me and my brother are doing a podcast about uh, bands from Canada, eh? So uh, welcome to Back in Time, brothers. How you guys doing? I'm DJ Paul. I had to throw in a little letter Kenny there, allegedly. Nice. Uh, as always, I have my brother Lou with me. And uh, Lou, we have another one. She's not even a guest anymore. He's just part of the family. He is. We got Mr. Pat Job in the house with us. Pat, welcome to the show again. Thanks, Paulie. Thanks, Lou. So good to have you, man. Great to be here. Love the 80s. <laughs> yeah, and now we're doing a, we're doing a fun episode this week. Um, this is something that... Uh, I think, Pat, you and Lou discussed about doing. So, uh, Lou, why don't you t tell us a little bit about it? Well, obviously, if you guys heard the beginning, and uh, we've referenced, obviously, Canada big time, this is our Canada Rocks show. This is all about our favorite Canadian bands from the 80s. No way, you hoser. For real? <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's so cool about this is, um, you know, me and Pat were talking a while back, and, um, you know, we, we just... When we were in high school in Rugby, North Dakota, we used to go into Canada. We used to listen to a lot of the bands. And so this is really bringing back a lot of great memories. And I wanted to do this show to really highlight some bands that some people probably don't even know and that um, that really meant a lot to me growing up. And I know it meant a lot to Pat. So I think it'll be fun to share some stories, share some of these bands and uh, listen to some of that great music. Sounds awesome. And uh, yeah, you guys used to be able to go right into Canada. Not anymore. You can't do that. But you used to be able to just go right across the border, International Peace Gardens, here get old, old Brandon, Manitoba, and the big turtle that was standing there and all that fun stuff. And here you guys were checking out all these bands when I was sitting at home, yeah, all by myself, not doing anything, but that's okay. We were, <laughs> we were drinking beer at the age of 18. We were. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys were. You guys were doing it, that's for sure. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, your, hear some stories from you guys, but also to uh, talk about some great um, bands. And you know what? A couple of these shocked me because I didn't even know they were from Canada, which was, which was cool. So this is actually going to be like a little bit of a, of a history lesson. And because you know what we do on our show, not only are we entertaining, but we also educate, don't we? We do. <laughs> so take us away. All right, so um, so Pat, Canadian bands. I mean, how did you get turned on to Canadian bands? Well, you know, I'm Rush. I heard the band Rush in the late 70s, and uh, I was a fan of Rush immediately. And, um, you know, that, it's, that's, it's kind of a funny story. If my oldest son is listening to this podcast, 
he'll tell you that his name was almost he was almost named Getty Lee. <laughs> my son Patrick. Wow. But uh, my ex had nothing to do with that. She had nothing to do with that. So, but anyway, Rush was a big, big band, huge band of ours. And uh, you know, back then you had you had bands from uh, you had Harlequin, you had Chilliwack, you had just all kinds of bands. Uh, uh, Pursuit of Happiness, uh, April Wine. I uh, saw them in concert in high school. Fantastic concert. So, you know, just that sophomore year in high school seems like when it really hit. I think my our sophomore year in high school, Lou, with the with the, yeah. with the bands, with the exception of Rush, they were always there. So we're like a lot of the bands like you guys were you know hearing and stuff were were they uh, because of you being guys were in rugby at the time and being close to Canada is that a big reason that that influence kind of came across or or these were these bands that were being you know like okay New Jersey they were listening to these bands also or is it just because they're more locally kind of based oh yeah I mean I think the Midwest and, and Great Plains you know I think these bands spilled over because these were some of the just great bands that were playing radio was playing them we picked up on it and uh you know i remember um with my buddy uh you know mcintyre we would you know hop in his car and we'd be you know pop it in the eight track and uh listen to some great canadian bands and i, and I can't wait to go through the list and tell you about some of these and you know kind of where they were at in the, in the stage of you know the, of high school the band and just you know, how it all kind of just worked in, in partying and doing all the things that we used to do back then. Yeah, it's super cool. And, you know, and, and a lot of the, a lot of the music that you listen to, bro, uh, influenced me as well. So I, a lot of these bands I listened to because you were listening to them, you know, and, and that's how I really kind of got my love of music from listening to a lot of stuff that, uh, you were playing and being a little bit younger than you. Um, it definitely affected me as well. So it's going to be a nice little kind of memory lane for me as well of some of these songs. Um, so Lou, Pat, and myself, we're going to take you into a journey of Canada rocks, and we're going to see what we can do, and uh, let's have some fun. Lou, take us away. All right. So what I want to do is um, I'm going to – a couple of bands that were from Canada that, um, once again, let me talk about the criteria. These were bands that released in the 80s or were relevant in the 80s. If they had their times in the 70s and really didn't do a lot in the 80s, I did not include them on this list. So this this is um, a list that's really you know, mainly 80. Um, two bands that I want to mention that were more 70s type bands. Number one, the guests who were, of course, uh, American Woman, These Eyes. Um, Randy Bachman played on that uh, in that band with Burton Cummings. Um, tremendous band, but really a 70s band. And the other one, and I just met, mentioned Randy Bachman, BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive, one of my favorite bands of that era as well. But they really did most of their stuff in the 70s, even though we listened in, a, in, in our band time. We used to play a lot of BTO, taking care of business, and you ain't seen nothing yet and things like that. But I didn't include them on here, and I really went bands that were hitting it hard in the 80s. Okay, very cool. I, I did not know that... Uh those two bands that you just spoke of um, were from Canada. There you go. See? Already learned something already, kids. Nice. We're here to teach. Well, you did. You just taught me. So now you have a top 10, Lou? Or how, how, are, we, how, are, you how are you doing You know I am it? with that. I can't get these things into 10. I, so. I, see, that's why I said it, because I knew you were going to have like an extra one or two or, or 10. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So um, I've got 13 bands I wanted to feature. 
And I okay. know Pat has some other ones as well that he's going to throw in here too. So I think we're going to have a nice mix of uh, some really great uh, music and, um, you know, some great bands to uh, share some stories about. So I'm excited about it. So the first one I want to do is uh, coming in number 13 for me uh, is a band that was uh, tied to Brian Adams. And, uh, oh, and the other thing I should mention, since I mentioned Brian Adams, we're not doing any solo artists. Okay. So all these are bands. So a Brian Adams would not be included, even though he's great, or a Neil Young or something like that. Or um, Celine Dion. Okay, great. Or Celine. Well, that, <laughs> that would never make my list, period. So. No, mine either. Uh, my heart will go on without her. Let's yes. go. Okay. So let me play the first one. Tiger. Yeah. What do you think, Pat? I like that. Yeah. It's funny, though, when I first heard that song, when I first heard that song, I thought that was George Michael. That's why I thought <laughs> I was singing that song. That's exactly right. And, and I thought to myself, what a cool gig. George Michael, and you got Brian Adams coming in on a, a little bit of the chorus. I'm going right on. Wham. Yeah, so the reason why this is on here more than anything else is um, this was my, one of my wife's favorite songs. Okay. Yeah, you got to keep the wife happy. It's good that's tune. right. It's a great tune. Anytime we can kind of share in a song, that's just that's magical. Magical. You sound like Doug Henning there for a minute. Plus, minute. I don't know where I don't know anywhere you would be, and that song would come on that you wouldn't be bopping. I mean, seriously, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it was a big song for for me growing up. I mean, you know, it was always being played. You heard it, and it was just one of those songs that you sang along with, and it, you know. Had that nice little that good vibe, and I kind of agree with Pat a little bit. Kind of did George Michaelish there a little bit. Wasn't sure when it first came out, so and then you heard this Glass Tiger, and you're like, okay. And then I don't know what else they did after that song, but uh, other than that, yeah, yeah, kind of a one hit wonder. But um, yeah, this this Someday. one came out in 1986, and um, I think they're still 
I thought they were still together, but they may not be. I thought they had gotten back together, but but hmm. anyway, that's uh, that's the first one on the list. Okay. All right. The next one. These guys came out about 1983. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. think of that one paul is that one that you was even on your radar no not at all <laughs> i kind of remember that uh, that intro um but yeah um i don't really rem- recall it too well but it c- sounds a little familiar to me oh yeah yeah that's yeah. a really cool uh cool beginning it's a cool I, I just dig that song and they were a trio a glam rock trio out of toronto and um, and trios from Canada are kind of popular, uh, as there's going to be a few more on our, our list here. But uh, Pat, how about you? I didn't know anything about him. I I mean I I've heard that song, but I, I mean I honestly was I was not going to be able to tell you who they were. Sure. So not real uh, not real familiar with me. Yeah, and and that's what I like about you know just kind of just putting out some new yeah. things. You know, some people know them, some people don't. I do like the beginning though. It's pretty pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and these guys are still together. Wow. All hmm. right. So that was number 12. And now we get into number 11 and uh you know, this is a band that you know, Pat.
There you go. Honeymoon Suite. Uh, we're my number 10. Yeah. New Girl Very Now. Good song. Good song. Like something Robert Palmer would sing too, doesn't it? That song. <laughs> it does have that kind of a, yeah. That it's just seen with the chicks in the dark, uh, with the black on. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So I got to see these guys in Minnesota. Oh, wow. They were at the uh, the Moon Moon Dance Jam, and uh, I got to see these guys, and they they, they were good, really really good. They rocked it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So these guys are still out there jamming. They've been playing since 1981, nice. um, and they got several several songs that were uh, pretty popular. But that was probably their biggest hit. Uh, huge song, yeah. Love it. Okay, so now we're going to break into the top ten. And this is one. So, Pat, here's band. I know. I'm not even sure if it's on your list. I don't think it is. No. So this, you'll know this band. I don't know if you'll know the song, but maybe you will. And they had a really epic song that was called Armageddon, but it was oh, yeah. a long song, and I didn't want to play it because it was just going to take too long to get get to list. it. So uh, here's the next band. Prism from Vancouver. I, I cannot believe I forgot it. God. <laughs> I thought it was going to be on your list. <laughs> Young and the Restless is one of my favorite songs. Oh, that's a good one too. Or Satellite. Yeah. They just oh. had great stuff. God, they were good. I cannot believe I forgot to put those guys on. <laughs> they would be my top three. You know, wow. So, um, so this is a band that me and Brian used to always, McIntyre, we would always listen to this. And and bugle too. We would just love to. And the Ar- Armageddon song, which is kind of funny because it's a very dramatic opening, yeah. and this whole thing. And then the song though doesn't live up to the opening for some reason to me because it's a little bit of a kind of you know a little kind of poppier kind of a thing, which yeah. is kind of weird. But anyway, it's uh. But that that song. This is the this is the first song off of the Armageddon album, and I still love the way this used to kick off, and it's one of yeah. my favorites. See, the earlier stuff was good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they've been around since 77. Wow. They've been through a couple singers, too, and one died. Yes, I think you're right. 
But no, rest in peace. Good stuff. Well, rest in peace. Hello, right. brother. So that was Prism. What pygmies? All righty. So uh, let's go ahead and now hit number nine. in 75 still playing um what what hit did they have in the 80s do you remember was it that song no this was like 78 i think when yeah. raise little hell was but um but you know we listened to a lot of these guys through that time so i put them on the list i mean they were active but i mean they're that was their big big song yeah and i mean if you're gonna go party this is a great song oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't tell you Paul, you remember that song? I do. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember every time I heard it, I wanted to go raise a little hell. There you go. I mean, it's, it's telling me to go out and party. Have a good time. It's, it is. It's a go out there and get crazy. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. We're the troopers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number eight. Is this on your list? Oh, it's Number not eight on your list. list. Pat, get ready for this one. Here's another one. You're going to say, damn list. it. Here we go.
Harlequin, thinking of you. Love it. I remember it. Yep, Winnipeg band. And these guys were, they were the thing. They were huge. Yep. Yeah, that one came out in 81. That was right in our, right in our wheelhouse. It's in our, it's our prime days, Pat. Oh boy, I tell you what. <laughs> Coochie coo. <laughs> Past the gazoo. <laughs> Thus Canada rocks. All right. So now we're going to go with, here's a band that isn't on your radar, Pat, but it was a band I used to listen to. And I know my brother knows it because I think he heard me playing it before. And I love these guys. Um, so this is a female singer. And there's a little story behind it. I'll play this first song first, and then uh, then we'll talk about it. Toronto and Toronto had the singer Holly Woods and uh, she who does she sound like Obviously. <laughs> sounds like uh, Ann Wilson yeah yeah she does yeah so tremendous vocalist what's <laughs> interesting about Lee. this band <laughs> I missed that sorry guys what's that do you hear me I couldn't know I couldn't hear what you guys said Oh, I'm no, I said he said because he said who's it sound like as he said Getty Lee. I said Getty Lee. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, but yeah, she sounds she sounds exactly like Ann Wilson. Yeah, I agree. yeah. So this band actually wrote "What About Love." Wow! And they chose not to record it and gave it to Hart, <sighs> and then they recorded it afterwards. Yeah, and it's a lot different. <laughs> It's not bad though. It's close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Well, no, because I remember you you played it for me, mm-hmm. and we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. And she's got a great voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Really kick. I mean, rocking voice. Hit those highs. She got you know. She got that Ann that Ann sound. That's for sure. Yep. Yep. So this this album uh, is called Get It on Credit, and it's a really good album. And it's got lots of tunes kind of like that. Just really hard driving. 
uh, searing vocals. So it's it's a really good one. Somebody to check out. I will. All right. Number six, and I believe this was both on, yes, this was on both our lists. It's a good one. Chilliwack. 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 gong gong. I like yes. them. Love. Like I love them. Yeah, they were good. They were. You got me hooked on those, bro. I did. They are. You got me hooked on those big time. Yeah. Yeah, Pat, and I know you love the song uh, My Girl. Oh, I do. Yeah, that's a good. And I that do. was probably their biggest hit. Yeah, I liked their video, too. Mm-hmm. The video to My Girl is pretty good. Just yeah. a bunch of guys standing around a fire in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Is the name of that album like Opus 10 or something like that? Opus 10 was the album yeah. that What You Gotta yeah. Do was on. Yeah. yeah. Good one, I thought Polly. I remembered that. Yep. Good, good one, one Polly. That's a, that's a solid album. If you listen to that top to bottom, right to that's back. a really yep. good album. Yep. I, have that, uh, I have that album in my playlist, actually. Awesome. On, uh, on my phone. I got a little chill wax there. Nice. Smart so Bill, Bill Henderson, who's the lead singer from this band, he's been playing six, since the 60s. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was he was in a band uh, like in 1964 called the Classics and other things, and they started Chilliwack in 1970. Wow, I didn't know they were that old, <laughs> and they're still playing today. They're rocking. Yeah, I love that. It's got to be like in his 70s. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 80s possibly. <laughs> I don't know, man. I tell you, that's pretty cool. 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go into the top five. All right, now we're talking. And, and this is a different top five. Or I'm sorry, number five, because this is very different than everything else we've been playing. We've been playing rock, and I wanted to, in, in pop, I wanted to do something. This one means something to me, and I know my brother's a fan of these guys as well. I've seen these guys on the 80s cruise. Love this this group. It's different though than anything we've done, and I'm and I'm not going to do their their number one one hit wonder, which is everybody knows. I'm going to play this one, which I like.
little synth pop with Men Without Hats. Hats. Yeah. You know, lo- I love them. Love, I love them, too. They really are. They've got such a great sound. Um, you know, it's it reminds me a lot that uh, that synth reminds me of like a lot of that um, OMD and and that kind of stuff, that sound. And he's got that, you know, he's got that voice. Yeah, and, baritone, you know, love it. Just such a such a good, yeah, I, I, yeah. definitely definitely underrated band for yeah. sure. With that, because everyone's always like, "Oh, safety dance, oh, yeah, you know, we can dance if we want to." You know, it's like that's the that's what everyone knows them as, and that's it. You know, where are they yeah. from? Nova Scotia. Uh, these guys from Montreal. Right, Montreal. Yes, I love the I love their steak seasoning. Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, uh, I, Ivan Doroshuk is the, uh, is the lead singer. He's a That's character and, um, he was, he was great on, so on the eighties cruise. I got to watch him perform. He was fantastic. Everybody got into it, put on a great show. And then I got to see a, um, kind of a, an interview segment with him and he's just really cool guy and down to earth. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he just, he just keeps playing and keeps doing what he does. And yeah, yeah it's just cool. Awesome. Yeah. Good song. Love it. A, a nice change up from what we've been listening to. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like the one, like one lone kind of oddball in the group. Yeah, you know? it is. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff though. Good it stuff. Is. And, it, and it's, and it's in my top, it made five because as I think Paulie, as you know, I mean, I've listened say, to uh, men without hats for a long time. And yeah. I, mean, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I just, you know, love that. And I played the hell out of that album top to bottom. I, I when you were growing up. Yeah, you're the, you're the president of their fan club, aren't you? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but uh, yeah, okay. I, like it. I like it. I would. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go into number four, and oh, nice. this is where things start to get special. <sighs> this is a good one. This is a great one. So me and my brother, well, we, we got into this band, uh, and we I was into these guys earlier on, but they produced an album in the 80s, which was really good. And I got to see them on a tour supporting this album, and it was fantastic. And here's one of the songs. And there's a lot of great songs you could pick from this band. And, Pat, I saw they're on they're on your list, and the song you had was fantastic. But I'm going to do this one because this is one they played in concert and was fantastic. So here we go. God, I love Triumph. Oh, oh yes, that's that's my jam right there. Yeah, that's a good tune. 
And there were so Love many them. Pat to pick from. I mean, my gosh. Fight the good fight, of course. Lay it on the line. Oh, gosh. Spellbound. Um, Magic Power. There's just so yeah. many great songs yeah. to try at that. Great three-piecer. Oh. I remember getting getting into them and just be like, wow, man. I just It, it was just one of those bands that, um, I don't know, it, it kind of reminded me of, uh, this is probably not even right, but it kind of reminded me like of a GTR kind of. Remember GTR? Yeah, just like the like the vocals and that whole thing, but then you know that just that song because that song was like kind of like their their poppy you know one, but um, yeah, man, that that band rocked. I, I was I was a huge fan of Triumph. Yeah, Argu- arguably one of the best three piece bands ever. Oh yeah, I mean they yeah. were Seriously. they were um, I don't want to say the poor man's rush, but they were kind of that way. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Just, well put. That's but a good um, point, yeah. Rick well Emmett. Is just a sick guitar player and singer. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. Yeah, very good. That's a good one, bro. Yeah, love love Triumph. Um, all Are right, we at the top three already. Top three, yes. And then we're gonna, we're gonna hit a few of uh, Pat's. The, which these three are gonna be insane. <laughs> oh my! That's god. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> love it. Just love it. They're so good. They're so damn good. All right, let's uh, let's do this one. Oh. I already know what's going on here, man.
couldn't cut wow. that song off. <laughs> oh, how could you? Oh man, they're they're unbelievable. That's my number one. That's my Canadian number one right there. Oh, April wine. Saw them in concert at the Bismarck Civic Center. I was there. Nature of the Beast tour. Yes. Wasn't that awesome? awesome Remember who opened awesome up for? Show. Sticks. No. No. Yes, Sticks had Sticks. The, no, the guy came no, 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 no. Sticks it? had their own did their own show. I don't know. Who, I don't know who it was. I don't remember. Sticks <laughs> played with April Wine. No. When I was there, when were you there? What year were you? What year was it? That was what 80? Did yes. they play when there Sticks in eighty two? When Sticks was at the Civic Center, they they were on the um, a Paradise Theater tour, and I they didn't they didn't have any band open. Did I see two concerts and forget about them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, April Wine was, oh my God, they were so good. Oh, they were so good. And Jerry Mercer is one of my favorite oh, he's drummers of all time. You know he's, what? They like to rock. He's oh. another underrated drummer. Oh, God. Guy's Isn't 80, he? Yeah, he retired. Uh, he got sick and he's like, he's 81 now, but he was unbelievable. Uh, his stick control was just nuts. He's a huge guy. The guy's yeah. huge. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, big man. Yeah, yeah, Miles Goodwin's fantastic vocals. Oh, God. You know, it's funny. Um, someone that comes into uh, into the restaurant, a uh, friend of mine, older older, older couple, he's a huge April Wine fan. So it, it, we came across a conversation where we were talking about it, and it's funny because he we talked. He's, he's probably about a good 12, 13 years older than I am. And he's like, man, he goes, I love April Wine. I like to rock. And he's just, we talk about him all the time he comes in. So it's hilarious that here we are. We got April Wine number three, right? Oh, yeah. 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 God, and, that, could be, that could be three, number three or two. Definitely not number one on my list, but it could be definitely number two. Yeah. And, and so yeah. Th- that's a good point, Paul, because I, I did, it was really on the fence for that one because I think about the band that I'm going to play at number two and I probably, oh gosh, it's hard. I've listened to a lot of their music as well. And I've seen, mm-hmm. I've only seen April Wine once. I've seen this band and I'm going to play three times. But okay. um, yeah, it, it's it's a real toss up. It really is. But love April Wine. And what I love about that song is that you've got, at the end of that song, you've got Day Tripper and mm-hmm. I Can't Get No Satisfaction, satisfaction. Playing, which is fantastic. With with their song on with top their of song. three. I love that. They, they other. layered it's such in. a cool thing. Oh. And it's something that's one thing I remembered about that song is that part yeah. exclusively at the end of the song. Yes. You know, and yes. as a kid, we talked about that, Lou, like, you know, the yeah. different things going. Of course, their, their other song that I liked was If, if You See K. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So think about this. They had two albums in a row that were fantastic. This album was Harder, Faster. And then they had The Nature of the Beast, which was just loaded. Sign of the Gypsy yeah. Queen, Just Between You and Me. I mean, they, I mean, yeah. there's a bunch of – just those two albums alone are loaded with hits. Yeah. I think, I think Harder, Faster might be my favorite album, though. It's a great album. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I got goosebumps right now. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. Number two. I'm going to play, I think, what was their first hit.
course, Lover Boy, The Kid Is Hot Tonight. Um, this band has had so many hits. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have. Obviously, Working for the Weekend is their big one and used on so many different things. Um, but, yeah, there's they, so many good hits, man. They were whew, powerhouse in the 80s. Oh, always, always on MTV. Always yes. on MTV. Yeah. Billy Idol and Loverboy, all you saw on MTV. <laughs> yeah, because Mike Reno. Mike Reno was in that leather. That's why I think, like Billy. Yeah. Oh, red leather. <laughs> leather and the headband. That's right. Right? Remember the headband? They had the look. They sure did. I mean, and he did, you know, he did duets with people. He did the duet with Ann Wilson off the Footloose. You know, it was such a great one. And then, you know, it was fun, kind of funny because that's when Ann was kind of getting heavy in that stage. And now it seems like it's, Mike has gotten to Ann's status. Mike has gotten pretty large. Oh, he is. Yeah, I saw yeah, him on. Boy. Yeah, I saw him just on the on the eighties cruise as well, and he was um, the buffet, yeah, right? He, yeah, he hit he hit the <laughs> buffet. That's for sure. Holy crap! But uh, yeah, he was uh, he was good, uh, and the band still plays well, and he still can sing pretty well. Wow. Yeah, I I haven't heard them in a long time. Like anything that he's done live or anything like that. So, have you seen them in concert? I have not. I did not get to see Loverboy. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw them in, in the Bismarck Civic Center, and Quarter Flash opened for them. Oh, and that was good. Pardon my heart. Nice. Yes, she was good. She's really good. And then I saw, listen to this, I saw them at, and a lot of people did in, in rugby, saw them at the uh, North Dakota State Fair. And do you know who opened up for uh, Loverboy there? No. Quiet Riot. No way. Wow. Quiet Riot was great. Oh, I bet they partied. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they did. Holy smokes. Speaking of uh, state f- state fair, do you see who you see who's coming this year to the North Dakota State Fair? Who? Billy Idol. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to go check him out. When is that? Absolutely. Up the time of trip. Up at Minot uh, in July. Yeah, Minot in July, yeah. Lou, why don't you come down? We'll we'll go. I think so. Yeah, we'll go see Billy. Billy. Billy was just Billy Idol on my MTV. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, I remember when Billy Idol stayed at the Western Hotel in Seattle when I was working there back in the eighties. How much uh, how much damage did he do in the room, Pat? I don't know about the room, but I remember taking a pack of cigarettes <laughs> up to him. Oh nice. Oh cool. Yeah. That's so cool. did you physically get to meet him or did you just like yeah. come to one of his bodyguards or something? Yeah, yeah. I, I knocked on his door and he answered the door. He cool. gave me a twenty dollar bill for a pack of uh, I think of Marlboro Reds or Winston. Winston's. Nice. Yeah, oh, cigarettes are like story. you know a buck forty five at that time, or two bucks, I think. Yeah, now it's. I'm not a smoker, but I know cigarettes are not cheap now. They're expensive. Yeah. yeah. Billy Idol. Very cool. That's a cool. That's a cool story. Meeting Billy Idol. Yeah. 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 Love it. Okay. Rebel yell. So before we hit number one, we're going to go ahead and uh, okay. let's go through Pat's list, and I've got his list handy. Uh, Pat, do you? I mean, let's let's go back. So number ten, you had honeymoon suite. I had Honeymoon Suite. Yeah. Number nine? Okay. And then number nine, I had Glass Tiger. Okay. And so the next one, I have the song here. Now, I didn't put them on my list because I see this as a solo artist. Solo but, artist, Aldo, Aldo Nova, yeah. Yeah. But I still want to play it because I like uh, I like Fantasy.
We love it. You're rocking it, Paul. Such a good song. I love now it. That, that song was really hot for a while. Well, when he came on the scene, it just seemed like he was it. You know, I mean, it seemed like every commercial, you know, of course, MTV, he was the thing. You know, it, it's what everybody talked about. It seemed like for like weeks. Brings back so many memories, you know, that, that, uh, that cassette, and <laughs> I say cassette, um, you know, it, it, it's him on the cover and he's got like this kind of like, it's kind of almost like he's, uh, echoed or something. Like there's like Reflection a transparency of him or yeah. something, yep, yep, or, yep. right? Something. No, it's just, I remember listening to Fantasy and that intro, it just starts off and, you know, the boom, boom, just kind of builds up. And then that guitar kicks in, man. It's just like, wow. You know, and who the hell is this guy? Yeah, and he and he did all the instruments, right, Lou? Everything, everything. Yeah, he did everything on the on the album. Yep. So wow. Um, so he did very talented, and I know Lou, you got to uh, got to meet him, and um, you know what? Uh, yeah, he's a little the, he's a little guy, little guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, great, uh, great choice, man. Aldo, Aldo was good. Love it, love it. All right, so uh, now we've got you've got Loverboy next on your list. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Lover Boy Seven. Okay, number six. And yeah, number six, I had uh, Chilliwack. Okay. okay. And now I number have the five. Next one. I went with. Go ahead. You want to talk? I'll, I'll play it first. Okay. writer lunatic fringe yeah i always thought that song was ahead of its time you know i really did Tom that song Cochran. was in 81 that song came out in 81 yeah i always thought it was way ahead of its time yeah so yeah number five and they use um because that intro they like to use it in sports stuff yeah i cut off the intro a little long but yeah. yeah all right okay number four triumph i had triumph at number four lou yep all right and so here's this next one which was not on my radar at all i love it and I'm going to play this song, and then you can tell us about it, Pat. Okay.
it's such a good song. Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. You know, I, I never really started liking those guys till probably the mid eighties, you know, when punk was still kind of a big deal. You know, when I moved to Seattle in 82, you know, punk was still pretty big, you know, and then they moved into the grunge, but they, these guys were a, a punk a topper. They were, you know, considered a North America punk band. So, yeah. Yeah. and Mo Berg, the guy that's the lead singer for these guys, Mo Berg, he's probably in his sixties or seventies by now, but he still plays and he's, uh, he's pretty cool. Talk about down to earth. This guy, I just saw, I watched him on YouTube here. Um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, just kind of getting ready for the show. I watched him and it took him a long time to get to play in this song, you know, the stories he had before the song, but you could tell, you know, he's an older guy and he's got a million stories to tell before he plays, but good song, good group. Love it. I like when there's something that you can th- throw at me that I'm like, oh, that's a surprise. I love that. Yeah. That's just like, uh, bro, when we were um, watching when Chris Crowley was on our show and she went through her her list of uh, songs and it was like a couple that were just like, what the heck? That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number one. I mean, we just love this band. Um, oh, you know yes, what? Before we do, we do that, I got, we got to finish up Pat's. Hold on a second. Oh. Uh, well, my number two is your number one. Right. Right. So let's not even say it. Without but, further ado. Let's just do it. Oh, yeah. Let's just do it. And your number one was April Wine. April Wine, yep. Okay. So we're going to do this song. I mean, there's so many songs you can pick, but this is the song me and my brother watched at the concert (sighs) back in 1986 when we saw this, guys. Yeah. I know it's one.
Rush. Wow. That's three-piece band of all time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hands down. Oh, by far. Who would by argue far, that? Alex Lifeson on guitar, Getty Lee. Oh, my God. I mean, those guys are great. And, of course, the late, great Neil. I mean, oh. how can you go? Best drummer in the world. I mean, by <laughs> far. I mean, just amazing. And, you know, it's one thing to hear it, like, on a, on a CD or a cassette deck, listen to them. But when you see them live... It is the most. It was the most amazing thing that I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean, just these three guys on stage, and then watching Getty go between keyboards and bass, um, Alex coming out and just his guitar riffs, just amazing. And then and then Neil with his drum solo, man, it's just insane. You know, he his drum set rotated at one point. He's playing two different drum sets. I mean, it just it's insane. It's sick. And uh, to experience that, I am I'm so lucky and honored to have been able to see these three guys perform and i mean and their prime i mean these guys were you yeah. know just killing it in an 86 concert man it's amazing yeah. i'm envious i never saw him a concert never yeah, saw him but that must have been tough on that band when neil passed away oh man yeah brutal i mean oh my i know God. getty wants to play again and do something you know whether they reform but not call themselves rush i know he's, he's kind of itching to do something yeah. um i know mike mike portnoy who's just an amazing drummer and a disciple of neil peart mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i know he's been rumored to you know who knows but uh. um love love this band so much and i was lucky to see them several times and so when you like when me and my brother saw getty was was hitting you know all the notes i mean the band was just in top form and that, and when I saw them last, they were still, they still play exactly like they used to play. They, their musical chops are undeniable. And oh, Getty, even though yeah. he can't hit the notes exactly the same way, he still gives it all he's got. And you just, I mean, they blow you away at how strong and disciplined musicians they are. They truly care about how they play. And they just, they're perfectionists. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm sure they practice like that. I'm sure it's a primacy thing with them. You know, what they learned first, they retain the most. You know, I'm sure it's oh. one of those things that they've just kept forever. Oh. I, I bet you yeah. they probably, don't you think, Lou, being a musician that you are, that they probably rehearsed the same way they did 35 years ago? Oh, those guys were just, yeah. I mean. They must have the same routine. They, um, I know, like on the last, the last tour they did, which I got to see, they played a lot of the um, stuff that hardcore fans really yeah. like so not the poppy stuff and um and a lot of that music was very intricate and those guys practiced so hard because they wanted to be able to play it just like they used to do it in the studio and they nailed it i mean it was unbelievable oh, amazing amazing yeah. great number one guys great oh. number one yeah i just huge rush fan so i mean that's a that's a, that's a no-brainer to to have these guys at number one and like i said i probably Probably would have had April Wine at number two and probably Loverboy at number three, but I, that could have went either way. I really could have, you know, those two. So, well, well, you know, I I can't believe I forgot Prism, and I swear to God, <laughs> as I'm sitting here on this big recliner, <laughs> Prism yeah. would have been a top three for me. Okay, hmm. April Wine might have moved down, but Prism well, would be right there. I loved Prism, loved them. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking back on the one wow. song that we played all the way through was was April Wine. And, you know, so I'm sitting there thinking, boy, could, that could have been my number two. It was really so close. But yeah, I, it's yeah. because I just love that song. Yeah. 
And then you you playing Big Money for Rush is one of my favorite songs. So, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm so glad you played that. Because, listen, you could have played many different songs from Rush. Right? You know, they have so many that could have been played. Yeah, I thought about Spirit know. of the Radio. I thought about, you know, doing Tom Sawyer. I wasn't, you know, because yeah. they're, they're just played so many times. Yeah, just an early warning would have been a yeah. pretty good one, too. Yeah. Great song, though. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. No. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Let me put it this way. When Tom Sawyer comes on the radio, I don't shut it off. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. I don't and go to every, and then everyone imitates the drum, you know, the, the drums. Of oh course. yeah, and I'm sorry, you know, it's just you, you know, um, good stuff, man. Good show. When you go to a rush show and you just watch how many air drummers there are, it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to Canada and we rocked. Oh man, I just or I should say Canada came to us and rocked because these bands from Canada, we uh, we definitely have some memories and stories and some great songs that we got to listen to over the years and still get to listen to because of these bands. That's for sure. What a great show! Yeah, I, I tell you what, just listening to these bands, it was just taking me back to you know dragging Maine in rugby, cranking these great <laughs> songs, or being at a party or whatever it was, and hearing all this great music oh. and just laughing and having <laughs> fun. Well, I think it's going to wrap up our show for today. Uh, yeah. We, uh, like I said, we we uh, got the Canada Rocks and we went over. Um, 10, 13 of the bands that uh, from Canada that definitely rocked. And then we also had Pat, who had his list as well. So it was a lot of fun, a lot of good times. Uh, anything you guys want to close off with? I just want to say thanks, Paulie and Lou, for having me on again. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of good, a lot of good fun. You know, it's always great to have you on, Pat. And uh, we've gotten a lot of great feedback. Um, there's a lot of people that check in that have, like, the grunge show was huge. It was a, it was huge. And there's people that reach out to me still saying, Oh my God, it was great hearing you guys love hearing Pat. So matter of fact, Pat, I got to get with you because, um, there's somebody from rugby that reached out that has a few questions for you. So we'll do that offline here. We won't do it on okay. the air, but he, they needed to know, uh, somebody used to play in sports with you. So, uh, pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Are you going to tell me or are you going to hold on to it? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it after we're done. Okay. It's a sidebar thing, apparently. Sidebar. Okay. All right. Well, sounds good, everyone. Hey, we want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening to us here. Uh, Back in Time Brothers, our podcast. We appreciate the love and support. Please don't forget to go to www.backintimebrothers.com. Subscribe. Um, all our podcasts are on there for your listening pleasure. Uh, and we also um, have our merchandise, too, as well. And I want to talk about URL radio show. Absolutely. Do it. I mean, it's going so well. Well, we are doing fantastic. We're pulling great numbers on and on. We've just been added to the urlradio.net. Uh, um, it is the URL radio show every Monday um, at 1 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time. And we do a different show, a different unique show that we do. It's not our podcast. We do something. And we go back to a year. We revisit that year and kind of talk about the movies, the music, the TV, um, people that have passed, and also the funny headlines and news stories of that year. So uh, it's it's been doing fantastic. Every week we're getting more and more listeners, so we're excited about it. And we have a great sponsor, uh, the uh, Scotty's Drive-In in Bismarck, North Dakota, has been sponsoring us, and we're so happy to have them on board with us as well. And don't forget also, we also have our radio station on live365.com. It's Back in Time Brothers Radio. And every Saturday we do a, a show called Masters of Mix, and, uh, you know, this, uh, this is great. We showcase some DJs and, um, I'm, I'm going to be even doing a, a show myself. Uh, um, so, um, hopefully we'll be able to put some of those mixes maybe on, 
um, maybe on our website and uh, being able to download those and listen to those um, from the DJs we've had on. Um, so um, that's what we're looking at. We've got a lot going on. And as always, we, we love having Pat join us. And, um, and I'm sure he'll be back with us again. We'll be doing another show with Pat. And uh, once again, guys, we just thank you for all your support. Thank you for listening. And as always, we are the Back in Time Brothers, and we are out of here. See you guys.